Testing, testing. Three, two, one, three, two, one. Testing, testing. Three, two, one, three, two, one. Four, three, two. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. It's garbage eggs. It's garbage eggs. We don't have a cute little thing for garbage eggs. Nah, I didn't want to do the same thing, but just say, it's garbage, garbage eggs. Garbage eggs. Because that feels like we really have no ideas. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The coffee break one is so cringy. <laughs> well, until we figure out a better solution, we I... could just start without having to introduce it, I suppose. Yeah, just, this is it. <laughs> Deal with it. We're talking now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've had an idea, and this is a weird one about coffee break. Okay. When you do, it's coffee break, right? Have just a fake audience just cheering. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's so dumb, I was like, why don't I just double down on it? Real cheesy laugh track style. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on today? So you can tell by the title, we are here to talk about a video game franchise. Yeah. It is... <sighs> Definitely not my favorite. <laughs> Definitely not one of the best video game franchises ever to be made. Yeah. I didn't even put the movies in here. The movies would have to be an entirely separate God. thing. You know that. <laughs> yeah. There's so many movies. But we're going to talk about the video games. The origin, the productions of them. I'll go over the stories briefly, but mm -hmm. we're not going to have time to talk about the complexities of the characters. Yeah. Because that would... That, like, this is so long. This is a very old franchise. It is. Because video games are relatively new. I guess. It's it's like weird to think about the first few games being like in the 80s. Yeah. And stuff. Like, my dad would tell me stories of going to the arcade. Yeah. And that's when he would play video games. And yep. I started playing video games with the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. And now we have games right on our phones yeah you know we have games on our phones i have a ps5 pc uh, you know yep. everything all that so let's begin resident evil the beginning of the franchise starts with the creation and development of sweet home yeah. a movie and video game for the famicon the famicon is a japanese console it's like the thing it's basically exactly like the nes but yes. it was like the one slightly before Mm -hmm. And it was slightly worse, if I know correctly. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't put any dates for this. Um, Sweet Home is released in the late 80s for Japan. Mm -hmm. It is a horror movie. Uh, it was produced... Yeah. Oh, while they were producing the movie. Yeah. Right? They brought in uh, Capcom. Had uh, Totoro Fujiwara... Tokuro Fujiwara, Fujiwara? Yes. To visit the set. And then he was looking at the set and he started building out the pieces of the game. We watched this movie. So this game and movie never left Japan. No. So they're incredibly hard to come by. Um, the only time I've ever seen Sweet Home on like ability to play it yeah. is emulated yeah but yeah. not translated like people struggle to get even like earthbound and mother over yeah. here yeah. and of course like sweet home and it's accompanying game is way less popular than mother <laughs> the uh the movie you can find on youtube yeah it's all for free on youtube with subtitles you gotta do the cc thing to get the subtitles but yep. they are there the <laughs> The film, we watched it. Yes. 
I felt like an idiot because you didn't tell me. Nope, like, I didn't tell you what it was. We were just watching it, and I was just ready for some good old Japanese horror because nothing scarier than Japanese horror, honestly. <laughs> And it is a scary movie. And you know what's the dumbest thing? As we were watching it, there's a point where someone has like a very gaudy key that is just like seen, briefly talked about. It honestly isn't that important. But the brief gaudy key, internally, I was even like, oh man, it's like Resident Evil keys, how they're big and clunky. <sighs> oh well. And then as we were watching, I'm like, wow, it's all taking place in one, in one home. With, like, a big old staircase. Wow. How unique. <laughs> uh, Sweet Home is about a team of re art reporters. Yeah, they're like a who news go, team. Who go to an island to go to this abandoned mansion of this famous artist. Mm -hmm. They get inside this mansion, which is dilapidated. Yep. And they find this room with these beautiful paintings, these giant murals. The house is alive. Yeah. And they find out the horrors of that. Mm -hmm. And people do die in gruesome ways in that movie. Yes. Some some parts are just more horrific than others. It's, uh, uh, it's got everything you would expect, honestly. Yep. There's an Oni at the end, which is like live action. Yes. But also has a crazy like 80s There's like a puppetry ghost. thing yep. going on. It's it, it even cries. It does. And it's beautiful. It's a weirdly beautiful puppetry um there's so you got the mansion aspect mm -hmm. you got the key aspect mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you got the remote location aspect yep 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 um, and the uh otherworldly demonic monsters i, I want to really count that in i think it's uh yeah, you got that horror element i guess but the thing is in order to get to the uh oni mm -hmm. right the mother she lives in the basement yeah. This is a. These are recurring motifs of Resident Evil series. Mm -hmm. Now, some argue that the game is better than the movie. I don't know. I don't know. Movie that movie was, was awesome. Good. <laughs> um, I bet there's more options with the game. Like maybe you could. Maybe everyone could live potentially, or it flushes out certain things so it like it doesn't feel as abrupt. So because it takes longer for things to develop. Yeah. But I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the game is in eight bit style. Yeah. I saw it. It's real, like, the first Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Chunky, blunky, little pixel graphics. <laughs> it's slightly better than Legend of Zelda. It's it's a style. Breath of the Wild. It can't... <laughs> <laughs> it could be charming, depending on the game you're playing. <laughs> so, in 1993, Capcom began development on which would become Biohazard. But originally it was a remake of Sweet Home. With Shinji meme... Kami. Mikami. 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 We're doing, we're doing our best. We're with, trying. <laughs> with Sinji Mikami directing and Fujiwara mm -hmm. producing and using Sweet Home Mansion as a back setting. It was first worked as a Nintendo Entertainment System NES title, but then was reworked into a first person and then finally became a third person shooter. Weird. Could you imagine if it was a first person? I don't think it would have been as good. I think the franchise would have died there, this, honestly. This is the weirdest thing. Mm -hmm. So in 1993, they began development mm -hmm. of actually trying to do this. In 1994, Capcom begins trying to get the license name for Biohazard. They didn't have an issue in Japan. 
Mm-hmm. But when they wanted to bring this product that they were working on to America... Was there a different thing called Biohazard? They <laughs> ran into uh, issues with another IP being called Biohazard. Nice. It's and, always how it is. <laughs> and a new metal band called Biohazard. There's a new metal band called Biohazard. I, I, I don't blame them, honestly. I have listened <laughs> yeah. to Biohazard. Mm-hmm. Not just... I didn't listen to it for this. I listened to them a long time ago. Yeah. Because I like new metal. I grew up in that time of corn and... Is it good? No, they fucking suck. Damn. It's a waste like, of a really? good name. You, you <laughs> took that from us. Um, so they, they were forced to come up with a new name. Mm-hmm. And the name that they come up with is Resident Evil. Resident Evil. It's such a... It's such a... It's it's so it feels simple. so simple, it but is. It, it's so complex because it could have just been like evil house, yep, bad home, but the word resident really just sticks sticks out. Now the reason why they call it Resident Evil is that basically the residents of this mansion are evil. Mm-hmm. It is an evil residence. Yeah, it's good, iconic. Classic. Yep. Stands out. It's still around today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at all the other games down the line, even to current era, mm-hmm. it's literally every time our characters get to a spot and the residents of that place, yeah. the inhabitants, are aggressors. Evil. Yep, yep, yep. It's pretty smart. Um. So they finally released this game, Resident Evil, mm-hmm. in 1997. When did they start? 1993. Seven, six, five, four. years. Four years? That's not... Four years to rework from Sweet Home to Resident Evil. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, okay. There was a lot that had to happen, I imagine. Yeah, was a... also technology was not... Um, this especially was... game technology. This was the, the first one, right? With, like, yes. Jill and... They, they had to figure out their classic, iconic tank controls. Yep. Which they didn't do first. Did you know that? Um, Alone in the Dark did it first, technically. Oh, well, that and, would be a competitor. And they were they were inspired by it. <laughs> hmm. Because apparently they were having trouble with their um, third-person thing, but the tank controls made it easier for specifically setting up puzzles so then you could see all the puzzle pieces that you needed to put together. The interesting thing about Resident Evil uh, 1, 2, 3... Code Veronica, mm-hmm. and the remake of 1 and 0 is those tank controls. Yep. And because of camera angles. Yep. Uh, it's introduced in the very first Resident Evil where you, the camera could be up in a corner and you could be in a catty corner and you have to go around it. That's that's a... So you have limited uh, vision, it's yet when... you're still in the same room. And if you if you go down the hall, the camera will shift on you. It can't. So say there's a zombie coming down the hall, and you back up away from it, the camera angle will change on you, yes. and you won't be able to see that zombie. Which is an interesting level of difficulty. Yes. It's not bad game design. It's a part of the difficulty. It's also hilarious watching people do like live-action remakes of the, the camera switching thing and how your character just like shimmies as you try to figure out which direction you're now facing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the story of Resident Evil mm-hmm. is about Raccoon City has a unique police enforcement team mm-hmm. called STARS. Forgot what it stands for. STARS. 
stars. <laughs> but, special teams are really special stars. Yeah. <laughs> beta, beta team has gone down. Yeah. And alpha team goes in. Woo. Alpha team consists of those that actually matter. Albert Wesker. Yeah. Chris Redfield. Woo. Jill Valentine. Yeah. And Barry. What about what about Vickers? He's important. Br- Brad Vickers. Too. <laughs> okay. Fuck. I'm Someone sorry. has to fly the helicopter. <laughs> uh, yeah. They come to the Spencer estate. Mm-hmm. Estate, not mansion. Estate. There is a difference. Technically. There, there is a difference. I think it's size. Yeah, how much land you own. Yeah. Um, and when they enter, people go missing. Mm-hmm. Zombies are showing up. Yep, yep. And you're stuck inside the the estate, so you start solving puzzles. I wonder if the idea of changing it from the news team that Sweet Home started with yeah. to uh, a militaristic force mm-hmm. was because it was a very easy, fast excuse to get guns in your character's hands right away. Yeah, you start out with a pistol. Mm-hmm. And then you're not like, well, how does this news anchor know how to shoot a Tommy gun? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, later on, oh, it, Resident Evil was a success. Mm-hmm. It sold 4 million copies. That That is a very small number today. At the time? At where the no time, one was playing video games? Yes. <laughs> when video games was kind of a rare hobby. It, it was a rare hobby because it was so expensive. Yeah. Like, we buy... Today, we bitch about buying games for 70 bucks, right? Yes. And the old standard was 50. Mm-hmm. Then it was 60. Now it's 70. We're honestly... The original standard yeah. for home consoles was like $200 upwards. <sighs> you want to play You want to play uh, some dumb Mario game on your NES? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fork out the cash. Yep. And the reason was, their thinking was, if you're not going to the arcade and giving me your money there, yeah. and all those times you'd come back to play it, you need to give me all that money up front. Yep. That's, hmm, I now am reflecting on the fact that growing up, I had a lot of NES games. I'm wondering if they were like secondhand things, because I don't think my grandma <laughs> was able to fork up $200 on the reg to get like 20 different NES games. <laughs> As... Video games keep going on their lineage, right? Mm-hmm. Especially home consoles. The The old technology becomes cheaper, and the oh, yeah. newer technology becomes more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll run into that issue later. So because it's so successful, they decide that they're going to go ahead and make Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 Nemesis in 1998. Wow, just a one year later. Yeah. Both games? Yeah. One year later, mm-hmm. they went from taking four games to develop the one to one year. Four years to oh, develop the one bad. game. 1998 for two, 1999 for three. Mm. Code Veronica. Still. That's like boom, boom, boom. One right after the other. Yep. That was four consecutive years of, of just RE goodness. Yep. <laughs> and Code Veronica in 2000. Now, the story of two takes place after the events of the mansion. Yes. Where Star's team, who are good guys, Albert Wesker's our main bad guy, and he works for the Umbrella Corporation. The Umbrella Corporation used a virus called the T-Virus to infect other people, which actively kills them and then brings them back to life as mindless freaks. 
Um, what they were really doing was an application for militarizing monsters. Yes. So then, you know, yep. Yep. Hunters. Uh, crimson heads. Bioweapon. Tyrants. <laughs> What's her name? The little girl under the mansion. Under the estate. Oh, uh, Lisa Trevor. Lisa. Good old Lisa. <laughs> I'll talk about Lisa pretty quick here. Does the T come from her last name being Trevor? No. Wow. Never mind then. <laughs> That's actually really smart. Uh, so, <laughs> T stands for tyrant. So it's just the thing. All right. I was expecting it's like, the tyrant virus. A slight, like, it came from, and then they were like, oh, well, it's T. We'll call them the tyrants. Yep. <laughs> Two focuses on a rookie cop named Leon Scott Kennedy. On his first day on the job. Yep. And, uh,. Chris Redfield's sister, Claire. What an interesting choice to have a sequel that has almost nothing to do with the prequel, with the first one. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is, that'd be, that's weird. Like, imagine if, like, uh, Mario comes out. Ooh, boy, I love my little plumber dude and his overalls. And here for the second one, uh, here's, here, here's, here's Tim. Tim is not related to Mario, but he knows a guy who's related to Mario. <laughs> yep. We're going to do Tim's adventure now. It's the same thing, but completely different cast. <laughs> it's also weird to introduce, because when you start out one, you got Chris and Joe, mm -hmm. who are your playable characters, and they know how to use guns. Yeah. They also are ready for action. Yes. Leon's a rookie. It's his first day, like he said. Yeah. So he has to learn as he goes, which kind of makes his story a little more fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then Claire, like, knows how to defend herself, but she's not a cop. Nope, she's, she is not. She's the first non-cop character. It, yes. Her job is... Doesn't she, like, ride motorcycles or something? Yeah, she's a biker girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's not her job? That's, that's not her job. Oh, I, I thought she did. I thought that's what she did. <laughs> she she helps out uh, charities and organizations that do... That's her job? Yeah, that's her thing. <laughs> that's her whole job? Okay, sure. You never notice that every time she shows up? I guess... She's there on, like, I... business for some organization? That's so funny. I thought her job was her hobby, and I thought her hobby was her job. <laughs> the reason why she's in Raccoon is looking for Chris, because he goes missing after the events of the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, just like the first game, we have a male and female. Mm-hmm. You can also, when you choose each character you go on different paths yes you will cross over and meet each other every now and then but the stories are a little different that's something i really love about the resident evil franchise is the idea the intention is that you learn how to play it faster and faster each time yes like you're fighting to beat your own score and so both games are well all the games are rather short but the idea is that you would have these different playthroughs, so it's slightly different each time. The weird thing about this is you're supposed to beat these games, even mm -hmm. all the way up to eight, mm -hmm. in three hours or less. Yeah. You're supposed to run right through it. Which, honestly, that's nice. You know? As someone who... I, I, I love RPGs, you know? Big, long stories. 70 plus hours dedicated to developing these characters but also can i just like get it in like on a weekend yeah <laughs> a good old pokemon snap style just play it to be done <laughs> 
fun for a while, but I don't need to worry about coming back to the story. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 2 ends with Leon, Claire, and Sherry Williams. Woo! Who escape from the G-Virus. G? Which stands for God. Oh, they, so they really fucking jumped the shark right off the bat. The, the idea was the tyrant virus. It's a The virus is tyrannical to your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Well, the God virus does the same thing, but you have control over it. Yeah. The defining feature between the two of them is, if you look at the G-Virus monsters, they usually have giant eyes in their arms. Yeah, that'd be a pretty poor side effect, I'd say. And then there's <laughs> another side effect where they're incestuous. Yeah, they've seemed to quietly cut that part out of it. <laughs> Like, they don't talk about it anymore. It wasn't in the remake or the movie. <laughs> it's it's in um the first animated movie. But not Welcome to Raccoon City. They just like, Kit, let's just take this. Yeah. And we just don't need to do that anymore. That, that was weird that we chose to do that in the first place. <laughs> there's a weird iffy moment in the original Resident Evil 2 where uh, Birkin yeah. Williams, her dad, Sherry Williams' dad, it infects himself with the G virus to get back at Wesker. Because Wesker is infected with the T virus. Yeah. But Wesker has control of it. Because Wesker is not a human. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to talk too much about that. I was going to say something. His he... first name is Birkin? <laughs> is it William Birkin and Sherry Birkin? Did I mix up their names? I have no idea. I was like, Birkin doesn't sound like a first name. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're the Birkin. Because obviously they're like, oh, that's so weird. His his last name is different yeah, you know, from Sherry's. No, it's William Birkin <laughs> and Sherry Birkin. My okay. bad. My bad. Okay. <laughs> he corners her at one point as the monster. Yeah. And infects her. Little stuff's implied. But mm. it's like, ugh. Yeah. Let's oh. move past that. Oh. <laughs> These, these, you're killing monsters. I mean, nothing's really off the table. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, you go to Nemesis. Yeah. This is the first time they give it a, uh, what is that? A nickname? Yeah, like the uh, the the sub name. A sub name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason why is they felt like Nemesis, this character, who is technically a tyrant, but also very much aware. Is he? Not also like Wesker, who mm. isn't human? We don't know much about the Nemesis project. Okay. Was it a failed project? Yeah, you kill him. Well, I guess <laughs> they didn't have backup saves or anything. <laughs> um, and the whole point of Nemesis, stop licking my feet. <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> is, uh, it's designed to hunt down S.T.A.R.S. members. Who survived. Just stars member? Yeah. How do you... Like, that's really specific. It is. Hmm. Did it work? <laughs> no. She <laughs> killed it. <laughs> but it's one of the weird games where you start out just as Jill, and it's a prequel to 3. Yes. So there's that movie, Welcome to Raccoon City, where they tell the story of 2. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't have done that. They should have just gone from one to three. Yeah. And then if you wanted a sequel, you do two. But why would I expect Hollywood to actually give a fuck? <laughs> um, 
These are the same people that were like, Leon Scott Kennedy, yeah, I know him. He's a buffoon and doesn't do anything right. Claire, she's this angry, mean girl who just always is pissy and is Lisa Trevor's bestest bud. <laughs> Lisa Trevor is not in the original. She's in the remake. She's not in the original? Nope. Really? Yep. She feels so iconic, though. What was mm. down there? But you don't get to do that. What? Oh, I would have been pissed. <laughs> you Well, you wouldn't know that when you play the original if it came out. I guess. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> no. Um. <clears throat> sorry. Code Veronica follows the events after 2 with Claire. I don't think I've ever seen... A single screenshot of a Code Veronica. So there are fans that are dedicated to it. Mm -hmm. And then there are fans who just don't care. Is it called Resident Evil Code Veronica? Or is it just called Code Veronica? It's Resident Evil Code Veronica. Okay. They would later come back and redo it. And it'll be called Code Veronica X. See, how would I know it's part of the Resident Evil franchise if it doesn't have Resident Evil on it somewhere? It is Resident Evil Code, Code Veronica. Veronica. Dumb. Who's Veronica? She is kind of like a killer queen bee. Oh yeah, it's gross. Does um, this make a V virus? The no, it's v the virus. It's, it's the Code Veronica virus. They didn't. They. I know. They had. There's so many different viruses, bro. They had a pattern. <laughs> it immediately abandoned it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that story follows Claire. Going to Europe to find Chris. She still hasn't found him. Um, she's just killing Umbrella agents. They finally capture her and take her to uh, Rockfort Island. Okay. Where it's also an Umbrella facility that got taken over by monsters. Damn. It keeps happening, guys. Umbrella. I'm, I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah, the whole thing backfired on Umbrella. Uh, at some point, you lose control of Claire. And she's taken to Antarctica. Oh. As you do. So then, <laughs> Chris shows up in Antarctica. What? And you play as Chris, and you save uh, Claire, and you go off to fight Wesker. Nice. Hell yeah. Is that when he's a boulder-punching asshole, or is that in six? That's five. Damn. But I this begins that. that real feud between the two of them. I love that boulder-punching asshole. <laughs> Um, so was three the first time you didn't have two options of who you played as? Not until halfway through the game, just like Code Veronica. Weird. Was it Carlos? Carlos, uh, yes, Yay. is three. Um. I like that guy. I wish he came back. Did he die? No, he's still alive. It's implied that he died. Damn. He, nope. If nobody, then he's not dead. <laughs> I, I don't think he even leaves with... Jill. I think he stays and goes back to help out his comrades. Oh, yeah, and she gets on that helicopter. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. It's hard to like, dodge a nuke, I guess. <laughs> Get behind the barrel! Stop. Stop. I know who dodged a nuke. Indiana Jones. <laughs> We, we, we get Resident if, Evil 9, if you play Joker, and it just starts with a fridge in the middle of a wasteland, and it bursts open, and Carlos comes out, and he's like, I've done it! <laughs> if you play Joker, in which 
There's a scene in The Joker where Joaquin Phoenix just pulls all the shelves out and just hides in the fridge. Yeah. Which I call playing Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might actually survive a nuclear explosion. This is the logic of Hollywood, duh. They, they've proven it, actually. They did it on uh, Mythbusters. Depending on the fridge. Yeah, if it's lead-lined. Yeah, and you have to be able to, like, seal it properly. But if you do, you could potentially live. Or suffocate, or in Indiana Jones' case, where he got propelled miles away, yeah. and it smacks the earth a few times. And then he just, like, pops out, like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. No, the every impact would have just messed him up. Just breaking bones all the way down. <laughs> so, okay. Eventually, Capcom would come to remake the first game in 2002, along with releasing Resident Evil Zero. Would the remake be more iconic than the original, you'd say? Yes. Nice. Seeing as how Lisa Trevor isn't in the original, I would agree. <laughs> um, the remake, right, uh, it began in 2001, which is crazy. Damn. They released it one year after. That's crazy that they were just, like, on top of this. Like, they had it, and they just hit the ground running and did not stop. Mikami was directing it. It started with four guys in a room working on this thing. Mm. They decided they wanted to make it cinematic. They wanted to bring in 3D rendered models, yep. pre-rendered backgrounds. Makes sense. And uh, the ability to play with light. You were almost a Jill sandwich. Okay. Mm. One of the famous lines said there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is not the first time they would remake one. Yeah. In fact, they've made it multiple times. In 2006, they remade the original. Basically, they took the original and ported it mm -hmm. to the DS and called it Deadly Science. Get it? Wow. DS. Wow. D. Deadly. There was. S, I am silence. so disgusted. How many games did that? Like, <laughs> like, like there was a. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a game where you're playing as, like, a doctor. And it was, like, the, the, the thing, again, the initials were DS. Like, his name was, like, Derek Stim or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Here they use the DS touchpad ability mm -hmm. where you would enter certain rooms and you would have these weird sequences where, like, zombies or Cerberuses... Which are the dogs. The zombie dogs are called Cerberus. Mm -hmm. Named after the three-headed dog of Tartarus. Yes. In Greek mythology. Yes. Um, also, there's zombie sharks. I just wanted to bring this up. <laughs> zombie sharks are called Neptunes. Yep. After the Roman god. The frogs are called Glimmers. Because their eyes glimmer underwater. Yep. <laughs> um, we're... Or the, the birds would come at you, right? Okay. And you use this touchpad ability to slash your knife around wildly in the world. Really just fuck up your, your screen. Yep. And what I would do is I would touch... I played this game, and I <laughs> loved it. This is the first time I really beat the game. Wow. And I would just swing a little all over the place until I got the kill. Yep. And I was like, yes. Nice. Um, it was... Uh, and I would walk out barely alive. <laughs> it was... It, 
I'm sure there's a strategy, but I don't know it. And this flail maneuver is getting the job done. <laughs> I was 12 when that game came out, so... The thing that ruined my DS touchscreen was making puffins in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Nice. <laughs> scrape, 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 scrape. Why doesn't my touchscreen work very good anymore? Scrape, 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 scrape. <laughs> scrape harder, though. <laughs> As I turn it off and I look at it in the light and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> so the remake of Resident Evil... Uh, it's the one that's still around today. You can buy it for your console or PC. It's, it's yeah, it's been ported a hundred times. Yep, I I have multiple copies of that game. It's beautiful. It's scary. You started. You attempted a playthrough recently, and I got you were gonna what, do twenty minutes in. You were gonna do a no save playthrough, and if you got to the part where Barry was supposed to stop you from being a Jill sandwich, and I became a Jill sandwich. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, why didn't he open the door? <laughs> Isn't that a thing that can happen? Sometimes he just doesn't do it right? I think I didn't do it right. Damn. I think that's user error. Whoops. <laughs> Guess what's what the save buttons are for. <laughs> yep. True. Boop. Uh, God, it, they also wanted to come back and update the game because they felt like it was not good enough for its time being. How? It was great, though. When it first came out. But even the it remake, aged poorly. The remake is good. I guess, yeah. Those blocky, chunky graphics and yep. stuff. They added in uh, Lisa Trevor. Yeah. They added in a lot more storytelling, a lot more enemies, like, uh, like more the, locations. The notes you find lying yep. around that explain everything. Well, I Some... guess now at this point that they have four games, three games under their belt. Four, because Code Veronica. Uh... Now they had a better idea of what they wanted the story to be. So now they could go back and flesh it out further from the very beginning. Yep. Now, the story of Resident Evil Zero. It begins back in 1998. Is this a mega prequel that's supposed to go in front of all of them? Yes, so Zero does take place the night before the first game. Do we meet the, the beta team? Yes, it is about the beta team. What? Bravo. That's Bravo, what, whatever. Bravo. Um, I did call them beta earlier. Did, I don't remember. Bravo. <laughs> um, it stars Rebecca Chambers. I love medic. her. She's the best. She's so cute. <laughs> and uh, a convict for murdering and abandoning his post in war. Oh. Billy Cohen. Okay. Um, you basically battle your way through. It's another estate. I don't know. Billy's name is not one that's clicking in me. So Does he come back? No. Oh, does he die? The thing is, you survive. You make it through the night and the sun rises and you get out to the forest, right? Mm-hmm. And they part ways and Rebecca goes to the Spencer estate. Right? And Billy just goes off into the forest. The thing is, the reason why stars showed up there in the first place, Bravo was there for Billy. Alpha was there because they kept getting reports of um, dogs like attacking and eating people. Mm-hmm. And people eating people. Yeah, and they're happened. like, so this is a problem. <laughs> Maybe we should look into that one. <laughs> I don't think these are bath salts. <laughs> eh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> um, so they go in. You basically watch all of Bravo Team die. Damn. 
That's a bummer. I guess I won't get attached to any of them then. <laughs> then you are introduced to uh, Marcus, who is the scientist who created the T-virus. And oh. what he did is he took the pro he made the progenerator virus. Woo! The I know that The progenerator won't be talked about until Resident Evil 5. But the progenerator, he decided to put it into leeches. And when he was assassinated by Wesker, <laughs> the leeches latched onto him what and a... created his godly form. What He's a... a giant leech monster. What a weird decision. Let's be honest. I'm going to put it in a leech. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> but they're bloodsuckers. I get it. There are other bloodsuckers. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Bats. Bats. Is it too soon to do bats? I feel like it might be. I'm going to make Batman. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, that one weird kid that's like, no, I like leeches. You're weird, Marcus. Marcus likes leeches. And then he grew up and he's like, I'll show them all. <laughs> uh, so, 1998. They've been working on this. And eventually, they're like, let's put it on the Nintendo 64. Because Woo. the cartridges mm -hmm. became cheap. They did. Because it's not late. the next form of technology. It's the CD-ROM. Nintendo has literally always been behind in terms of what the consoles were capable of. Never once has Nintendo been ahead. <laughs> So there's a weird story there about the cartridge. Mm -hmm. And I think I've said it before on Coffee Break. But I find it interesting because this... If you want to believe in multiverses, this is definitely one of those splits. Mm -hmm. Where Nintendo wanted to make a new console. And Sony was like, hey, I know. I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We want to work with you. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, let's do this. And Sony was like, we got CD-ROMs. And, and they play good. It was like, no. I don't like that. Well, Nintendo was like, yeah, let's do it. And then Philips, you know, the guys who do like your tools yeah. and your house products. If, notorious. Your light bulbs. You know that name for one specific thing, I'm betting. They come in and go, hey, Nintendo, we can cut the price in half or something like that. Make it cheaper if you did it with us and you used our cartridges. And so Nintendo went, ah, oh, Sony, we're, we're done. We're not doing this. And Sony was like, what the fuck? And we literally made you this thing. And it's called the PlayStation. Eh. And Nintendo was like, I don't want that. That's stupid. Nintendo then went on to make the notoriously worst Zelda games with Philips CDI. <laughs> yep. And um, that was the beginning of their partnership right there. Yep. And Sony was so pissed. They were like, Fuck it, we're going to create this console to smash and destroy Nintendo. Mm -hmm. That is the true purpose of the PlayStation. And and they succeeded. They did. Uh, tenfold. Not only did they smash and destroy Nintendo, but they have smashed and destroyed anyone else who's dared step in their way. <laughs> I Xbox. Will, I will say, um, with the N64 cartridges, something aesthetically about them, real pleasing. Like the look, the chonkiness... The clunk as you get it in there, the yep. way it looks sticking out, it is an aesthetically very nice look for a game mm -hmm. and a console to look at, not to play, <laughs> especially with that alien-ass controller, but looking at it, wow! <laughs> That's, yeah, the controller, the Nintendo 64 is just a weird console. I don't, I, there's so many 
things that I don't understand. <laughs> One of the things they wanted to use with uh, the 64 and uh, Zero mm-hmm. was the uh, the pack. Do you yeah. remember that attachment to the controller? Yes. They wanted to use it because you can put in extra saves, right? Yeah. They wanted to use that as like a backup way to help the game play itself. Mm-hmm. Like, which makes no fucking sense. It was called the, like uh, the Donkey Kong game. Donkey Kong 64. I own it. Never played it because I didn't have an expansion pack. And it's too big to play on just the N64 alone. So you need the expansion pack. Yeah. So That was their whole idea with and it. That was such a detriment to the gaming experience. <laughs> yeah, when you can't play your game. You could. There were other cool packs. There was the Rumble pack, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one really neat one that my great-grandmother had where you could attach it and you would plug in your Game Boy games. I had that one too. And then it plays on the TV and it always comes with a nifty little border on the side because it's now in a different aspect ratio. <laughs> I used mine for Pokemon Stadium. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I could bring them my Pokemon and play them on the big screen. <laughs> Which was always wacky. <laughs> it's so cool. You can still do that today. You can. A Nintendo... Uh, Game you just Freak. don't need a dumb attachment. Game Freak has not changed much, let's be honest. <laughs> no. They may throw different glitzy, glammy things at you, but in its core, Pokemon's the same. Which I appreciate. <laughs> well, in this game, you make sandwiches, okay? <laughs> You were almost a Jill sandwich. See, I've brought it back around. <laughs> it's annoying people now. <laughs> it's my favorite. I knew that quote before I even knew anything about Resident Evil. <laughs> so they realize the game doesn't work. And they're like, crap. And you can look this up. You can actually find footage of it on the 64. Mm-hmm. You can find images of it if you wanted to. Um, it's weird just to look at it. But what comes after the 64? Uh, the, 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 the game, game cube. the GameCube. <laughs> the handheld systems are separate from the home consoles. I never know, because sometimes people are like, yeah, this is included in our list of things, and other times it's like, no, 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 this needs its own separate list. And so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> when you look at Nintendo and little bits of Sony, you need to look at what the home console is and what the handheld is. Because the lifeline of Nintendo's handhelds goes all the way to now. It's funny that those but two things became like a, a circle. That Venn diagram became one. <laughs> it's weird. It's almost like they switched it up. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. No. <laughs> Tell me about Resident Evil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so pleased with yourself too. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the GameCube, which now is using discs. Mm-hmm. But they have those tiny little discs, but they were able to fit the whole game on it. They were tiny. They were. That was weird. They're half the size of a normal disc. Why? They also don't fit in anything else because they had... There's a hole in the center, yeah, and, and they like didn't a, have a hole. They had, like, an oblong shape. It was like a weird pentagram or septic, I don't know, octagon or something. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, like a... It was weird. 
Nintendo's so weird. Even when Nintendo fits the mold, they're weird. <laughs> it's like if you took a soda can, you threw it on the ground, and smashed it with your foot. Yeah. That's that shape. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then you throw that in there and slap down the top and not too that. hard. You know, boots up <laughs> as it roars itself awake and you're like oh god is this the day because i might have left it on too long when i was trying to get mewtwo and smash bros melee because even though the discs were tiny but like the like cavity that the disc sat in were like the size of a normal disc so i was always sitting there like what if it just like goes flying off <laughs> well that that centerpiece holds it uh, <laughs> They also used uh, that disc for Resident Evil. The first one? The first one. These games are so big and those discs are so tiny, it took two discs. Ooh. Discuses, if you were proper. Not good. PlayStation was doing that back in the day yeah, for like Final Fantasy. <laughs> well, during the time the GameCube was the PS2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. I think is the greatest selling console i think it was until the ps3 i think the wii no uh, the ps3 beat out the wii i don't know i don't remember it, it's, it changes <laughs> so uh there was another weird thing they added because you have billy and rebecca mm -hmm. they don't go on separate paths do you pick hmm. so you can play as billy and then swap over to rebecca in a heartbeat oh Okay. Okay. And then the purpose of that is if you are one and the other one's following you, it's an AI. Uh-huh. Right? It's a very basic AI. Yes. So it can compute that there's danger and it will fend for itself. It won't heal itself, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be too but easy. <laughs> the whole point of this concept was to uh, allow puzzle making. Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes Rebecca is the only one who can get through this hole to do this one thing, and then you gotta switch over to Billy and run through the house, get back to that one thing that comes out of the hole to push it into the next spot. A classic combo. Yep. Nintendo was doing it a ton, especially during the GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both these games were released as Nintendo exclusives. Weird. Interesting. They they are now uh, for purchase on anything else, yeah. but. <laughs> There was a time where they had a contract with just Nintendo. There are multiple games that fall under this. Resident Evil Remake, Resident Evil Zero, Resident Evil 4, uh, Darkseid, and Umbrella Chronicles. That's a lot of games. <laughs> That's a lot of games. <laughs> yes. Why oh, they and have... Mercenaries 3D. Why did they have such a long contract with them? It was just something that Nintendo wanted. They wanted exclusives. I guess because they take forever to make a fucking exclusive. That's true. And they've what remake the same four games over and over again. <laughs> you want Metroid Prime again? Forty bucks. Let's go. You want another Kirby game? <laughs> we can make them really quickly because there's no story. And if we just half-ass on our story, then we can pump out the gameplay really quickly. That's the CEO's problem. Yes. A problem that persists today. <laughs> now, it took years of planning and patiently waiting for us to finally get the remakes of Resident Evil 2, 3, and 4. Mm -hmm. But there's a long gap. Yes. And that gap is because Mikami wanted to focus on other things. He wanted to do 2 right away, but he kept having to push it off. What did he focus on instead? Like different games or it's still Resident Evil stuff? He was still working with Capcom. 
Mm-hmm. I think he's still there. He might have retired. I don't know. <laughs> have any of them retired? Has any of the video game legends retired yet? <laughs> Some pass away. That's not retirement. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> uh, these are non-canonical spinoffs of Resident Evil. Okay. Starting in the year 2000, Capcom used the G-Com, or Gun-Com, which was created by Namco. Yeah. Which is basically a gun mm-hmm. where you aim it at the screen... I remember. <laughs> and you click it, shoot, you pull that trigger, and it, the screen responds. It like, uh, very much like the, the one used with Duck Hunt, but slightly modern now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, they just made it a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, that technology is still used in everything we use today. VR is using it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still being updated and still used. It just doesn't look like it's shaped like a gun anymore. <laughs> yep. Uh, Survivor is the first Resident Evil to actually use first person. Wow. Wow, it took that long? Yep. And wow. it's a spinoff. Crazy. Now, this game, uh, it did good. Good enough to get two sequels. Okay. Right? The next one is uh, Co- uh, Survivor 2, Code Veronica. What? No, you can't just slap Code Veronica on it again. That's going to make it even more confusing. Code Veronica was made for a Survivor 2, Code Veronica. <laughs> you see? See? <laughs> it's made for the arcade. And the month it came out, it was awarded the most dedicated arcade game of the month. Oh. Which I was like, that's not really an award. It's like when you go to like indie films and on their Wikipedia, mm-hmm. they're like, accomplishments! And it's like a billion things, but it's all just like, was filmed at, was shown at this festival. She was shown at this festival. I'm like, just because you put it in a festival, that's not an accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone <laughs> can do that. Uh, the, the next sequel is Resident Evil Dead Aim in 2003. Dead Aim. That is actually cool. That's a good one. So Dead Aim was made for the PS2. Ooh. You can use the Guncom if you had a chance to get it. Mm-hmm. By the time I got around to it, first of all, it was a pain in the ass to get Dead Aim. I bet. It cost me like $30. Well, it's such and a... I was in high school and like it wasn't even that old. Weird niche games like that were so <coughs> weird and hard to find. Yep. And uh, you could use your DualShock uh, 2 controller. Mm-hmm. This game is a little more unique because Code Veronica used just the story of Code Veronica. Now yeah. you just have a gun. Yeah. First person. The first game was a story onto itself about surviving Raccoon City. We'll never get away from surviving Raccoon City, trust yeah, me. Yeah, it's the catalyst. <laughs> um, Dead Aim takes place on a ship. Hmm. This is the first time they do that. Ooh. Which is a motif again that can, or a theme that continues on throughout well, other once, sequels. Once you got a good thing going, don't give up now. <laughs> so you play as this guy Bruce, who basically is discount Leon. Nice. Um, <laughs> and he's just got red short hair. Okay. Yeah, ugly. Anyways, <laughs> when he's running around, it's third person. All right. When you pick up to aim, you go into first person. Interesting. And you zoom in, and you gotta use your analogs, I w- and then start shooting. It was hard to get down. I was gonna be like, I wonder if that's 
a little like nauseating to play. If it's, I wonder if it's like it's not. This doesn't flow very well. It wasn't nauseating, but yeah, it failed to have that interconnection. Like I got it down to the, the point where I beat the game. The word ergonomic talks about how something feels in your hand. Yeah. And it's not the same thing, but that kind of thing, but in terms of gameplay. Some games have good ergonomics. <laughs> Other games don't. <laughs> it's true. Um, that came out for the PS2. They did make another one. Oh, really? And this one was for Dino Stalker. What? Which is an original IP by Capcom. I'm not going to talk about Dino Stalker. Just imagine Resident Evil tank controls, but dinosaurs. But I love dinosaurs. <laughs> I know, and everyone wants it to come back. It definitely has room, especially after all these remakes. I'll be honest, I miss the years of just like wackadoo spinoffs. We never get them anymore. Not really. Now everyone's dead set on making every game a AAA, like, big hitter IP, you know? <laughs> it's true, it's very true. Okay, so next up is Resident Evil Gaiden. Gaiden? Like Ninja Gaiden? Yeah. What? But but not like Ninja Gaiden. Like the Oh, the oh, meaning, the oh. word. <laughs> not not a crossover, just no. using the same that, that's weird. Is Ninja Gaiden Capcom? I think so, yes. I would have opted for a different name if it wasn't a crossover. Well, this is a weird one. I never got to play it because it was made in 2001 for the Game Boy Color. Oh, ew. What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it uses 8-bit graphics with an overhead view. Why? Why? <laughs> Your main protagonists are Leon S. Kennedy yeah. and Barry Burton. We Interesting combo. <laughs> so. Is this the first time it's been two men? That were... Yeah, I think so. Wow. Wow. Or a weird-ass Game Boy Color game. <laughs> I guess we'd never in come back to that concept until Resident Evil 6. Hmm. Having... It's either a... No. Because 5 had no. it. Yeah, it, it would be a girl and girl long before they do guy and guy again. Huh. Interesting. But that's for a different time. Yeah. So... <laughs> It has an over-the-top view in 8-bit graphics. Uh, if a zombie walks up to you, right, mm -hmm. you engage into a battle. Nice. And the way you engage into this battle is like a still image oh. of the zombie. Okay. And below is this, like, meter. This ret retinal? Reticle. Reticle uh -huh. meter, right? And there's, like, a line where you obviously want to hit it. And it's moving back and forth between that line. And if you miss it, right, the zombie gets shot, but it's not doing too much damage. Mm -hmm. Or you completely miss your shot. If you hit it on that line, you do critical damage. Wow. So that's how you do your fights. That's a, They figured out a way to do it. It failed. What a surprise. Oh, if, if oh I... Oh my hold god. On. <laughs> if I wanted to further explain this radical moving... Uh, think like sports games. Yeah. Think of when you're about to throw up a hoop, or mm -hmm. you're about to swing your club at the ball, yeah. or swing your bat. You know, you gotta you you want to gauge that meter and just hit it right that right spot. Why? Who? There's so many weird decisions with this. <laughs> Resident Evil goes in a lot of weird places. I guess experimentation. May it could have in a, another timeline that one took off. 
<laughs> They're all like that now. <laughs> the cool thing about Resident Evil is that it's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. There's an iteration of almost everything. You're going to find something out there. <laughs> I think the only one we haven't gotten was a gotcha. Well, surely. Or, nope, there's Battle Royales too. Surely there's been a gotcha. Maybe exclusive in Japan. But yeah, I... but I would have heard of it. Hmm. Maybe they're working on it. <laughs> Whispers from the ETH speak of a growing darkness. No! <laughs> it's a shadow in my mind. Good old pachinko games. <laughs> yeah. So this one doesn't do too great. Um, it's not canon. Shocking. <laughs> I don't think so. If, last time I was on the Red Steam website, they're definitely not showing that one off. Okay, mm-hmm. the next spinoffs. Lots of spinoffs. <laughs> There's even more that I'm not even going into. Really? But, well, this is part one. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a two-part series called Resident Evil Outbreak and Outbreak File 2, 2003 and 2004, respectively. Wow. There's been so many games in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's bonkers. <laughs> which, which is weird. They'll hit a point and it'll just take them a lot of time to make these games. What happens in Outbreak? And Outbreak File 2. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't call it Outbreak Code Veronica. <laughs> I hated these games. But the way it plays is you're a civilian... Stuck in Raccoon City. No! (laughs) And you meet other civilians, and you can help each other and solve puzzles. It plays very much similar to the Resident Evil remake. I feel like I've actually seen this somewhere. Seen footage of it. Yeah, it looks like shit. (laughs) But the most unique thing about the Outbreak series Mm. is it's their first time they use online play. Wow. I was reading that the U.S. servers went down in 2007. U.S. servers were notoriously bad. No, no, no. Like, they <laughs> shut them down. They're like, we're done. Oh. <laughs> right? 2007. So, if you're playing Outbreak, you had four years to play it online. Mm. Right? That's not too bad. Yeah. But especially back then, they weren't too sure what online gaming was. Well, in fact, sure. online gaming doesn't become a big thing. I want to... We can easily say, wow. Yeah. Right? But for home consoles, it's not until Halo. Think of it this way. Uh, their servers lasted longer than the um, the app game of Dr. Mario. Yeah, but what about their employees, right? Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that was really interesting. Uh, both of them play very much the same. I wonder how they made a second one. Like, would you not release the first one to see if it does well and then release the second? You know what's crazy? Hmm. You think you're done with Raccoon City in the first one? Yeah. And then you're right back in. You're right back at it. And <laughs> you're I was like, a different civilian. <laughs> so you'll never escape it. You'll always be coming back with this series and Raccoon City and Umbrella. They also, like, really nailed it. Like, Raccoon City, that title, that name. Yeah. That's a nice name. You gonna waste it? It's like that shark thing. You gonna waste it once you figure it out? <laughs> oh, we're on a boat? That's a cool idea. Let's do that some more, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
for Raccoon City. That sounds great. Let's let's do that more. <laughs> so I know what you guys are thinking. Uh huh. Rambo. Mm hmm. There's still more to say. There's a lot more to say. And we are finally here. Yeah. This is what it all boils down to. Why I wanted to do this and why I'm going to tell you this story and end it here. And that's why it's part one. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot more beyond it. <laughs> there's way much more. I'm having fun writing these. It's just stressful going through it all. Mm -hmm. I'm mixing up their names. There's a lot out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I want to talk about the greatest video game made of all time. Hmm. In 1999, Mikami talks about a sequel of Resident Evil in development. Now, Code Veronica would have been already ready to kind of release. Mm -hmm. So now they're ready to do a sequel in the mainline series. This would eventually become a different game. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so the writer of Resident Evil 2 creates a story for this game, right? Uh -huh. Based on a director, uh, Hidekai Kamiya? Uh, Hideki Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya. Okay. Based on his idea of a cool and stylish action game. Nice. Nice. Okay. This story was based on the unraveling mystery surrounded by the body of this protagonist, Tony, who's basically an invincible man with skills and intellect. He's, he's smarter than everybody. He's cooler than everybody. He's faster than everybody. He's the best. He's a superhuman and he doesn't know what's going on. So you're going to play in this game where you're almost invulnerable to everything, mm -hmm. but you're fighting your way through all these monsters that try and unravel the mystery of who you really are. Okay. They uh, got rid of the fixed angle camera yeah. and decided to have a more dynamic camera. Dynamic meaning you would use your right analog stick to kind of move the camera around. Okay, okay. Okay, more of a proper action third-person game. So that you can look around and yep. see your enemies. Yep. Um... Now, the team that was working on it, they went to the United Kingdom, España, and took photographs of uh, the structures there. Very gothic, cathedrals, beautiful, the stones. Beautiful places. To understand all the architecture and how they built things out. A classic thing. A so lot of people do. They kept building this game. And the problem was how cool this guy was. Tony was so cool. That is a problem. I was like, this, sound <clears throat> this sounds like it would be more like it would work better as a movie because as a game if you're invincible what's the point yeah you know that's true <laughs> and they're like this doesn't really fit with resident evil it's not a proper sequel to the survival horror stuff we've been doing mm -hmm. right and so they finally decided we're just not going to do resident evil okay we're going to make this its own thing what was it? It's called Devil May Cry. Oh. <laughs> and Tony is... Dante? It's Dante. Wow. First of all, name upgrade. Second of all, I guess he is kind of invincible, huh? Interesting. Fascinating. Tony, Tony is the original archetype of Leon as Kennedy. Hmm. Hmm. 
What an interesting, what an interesting, like, now, seven ways to get to somewhere. If you didn't know that, you gotta realize, Devil May Cry is Resident Evil 4. That makes so much sense. Especially the architecture thing. Now that I think about it. Yep. That makes a lot of sense, actually. They definitely, like, you can see where they, like, was, did Capcom make it? Yeah. Huh. It's another original IP by them. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, keep in mind that architectural style mm-hmm. will come back. Yes. Okay. And that cool and stylish kind of idea mm-hmm. will come back. With Bayonetta. <laughs> True. Bayonetta. <laughs> now. Very obviously inspired. <laughs> Devil May Cry is actually one of four iterations that never became Resident Evil 4 as we know it today. What's the other three? So, glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) if I look at my notes. (laughs) I was listening to old, uh, like, uh, like, not stand-up guys, but um, late night talk show guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, interviewing someone. And they're like, well, why did you decide to go with this? And then the... The guy they're interviewing is like, well, I'm glad you asked because and it's mm. like, if you were going to say it regardless. Yeah, like, like just, just fucking so, just get uh, past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 a, what a douchey thing to say. Well, I'm glad well, you asked. It probably started out as like, wow, he's so douchey. He's hot. You know, like imagine Humphrey Bogart like being like, I'm glad you asked. Wow. <laughs> I would have been like, I'm going to slap that little pencil mustache right the fuck off your face shout out to anyone who knows who humphrey bogart is (laughs) (laughs) true i gotta be honest i think that is a few number (laughs) um (laughs) so devil may cry comes out in 2001 the other versions of resident Evil 4 were all scrapped the one's called the fog okay one's called the hooked man Oh. And one's called The Hallucination. Uh, okay, I see. I see. I get it. So The Fog. The Fog involved a black mist that the player could not fight but had to flee from. Okay. Okay. Leon was now the main character, and he was in a castle fighting against Umbrella. Interesting. There was also a featured female character, which they've never stated her name, but the guy who was going to make this game... Said it was not Ashley. A fog being stuck in a castle is a lot like the Sweet Home uh, beginnings of, yep. the, of the franchise. Yeah. Um, especially the fog thing. It just replaced fog with shadows. You like, know? like I've been saying, <laughs> pay attention to these details because these things come back. Mm-hmm. Like that progenerator virus thing that he puts in leeches, which is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that progenerator <laughs> fucking weirdo with your weird fucking leeches <laughs> who's got the fetish for the leeches somebody's blood sucking it's around like, here who decided Wait, leeches what, what, what was it called bloodletting yeah uh, uh. remember they would that was a thing they would and in the medieval times and yeah. some people still do it yeah <laughs> they if you're sick they'll allow leeches onto your body to suck your blood mm-hmm. as if that's going to cure you because they thought the sickness was in your blood so if you got rid of enough of your blood you would get rid of the sickness yep and die 
Well, that was, that was the tricky part. Because <laughs> they're like, why are you getting dead? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Sometimes I would just use a knife. Like, because they didn't have bleach. They would just, like, cut you on your arm. Yep. And have you just bleed for a while. <laughs> yeah. Pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, so, I've seen only a picture of this mist. I've also seen concept art of it. This seems like this has definitely been a thing that has been utilized in other stories, without mm-hmm. a doubt. Yeah, I think of Adventure Quest. It had the red fog, the red mist, or whatever. Yeah, you know, same thing. <laughs> the Hooked Man saw Leon once again. So they figured this, out Leon, right? Yes, away. they yeah. they have been homing in. Uh, Survivor, the first game, mm-hmm. right? That that gun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main character doesn't know why he's at this, like, umbrella facility, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point, he finally remembers, because he had, like, a crash impact, that Leon sent him. Mm-hmm. In Code Veronica, Claire sends out an email to tell to Chris, or, I mean, sorry, to Leon to tell Chris. No, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really convoluted. So they really... Yet, Chris and Leon, who are their main protagonists, do not ever meet until Resident Evil 6. And when they meet, it's hostile. Well, I would imagine. They're both soldiers, and they're trained to, like, not trust anybody. <laughs> Chris is a soldier. Leon's a different kind of soldier. <laughs> He's a special agent. <laughs> so special. That's, it's a first day on the job. <laughs> Flip your hair and talk to that girl again, buddy. <laughs> Where'd everybody go? Bingo! <laughs> I love how actually dumb... They are. <laughs> Leon and Grizzly. Leon's not stupid. Far from it. He's a very smart individual. But he has this, like, a weird way of going about things. <laughs> so the thing about Leon is Mikami has described him as uh, more brawn than brains. Hmm. Which is weird because I never got that out of 4. No. When you play 4, he he has definitely brawn. That kick... That the, kick is not. Yeah, the way I thought of it was he's just all id, you know. He's smart. He thinks he is intelligence, but he all just goes entirely off of emotion when it comes to decision making or going about what he's doing. He it's not. It's not emotion. He's just sarcastic. No, just like his other things too. Uh, sm- like smaller details, like, like especially in like the RE2 remake, you see. Like, just a big emotion, doing it this way because that's what my heart says, type guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the hooked man saw him fighting paranormal monsters. Okay, fun. The hooked man himself was an apparition. You can find actual gameplay and demo that they showed off at an E3 of what? this. That was, that was the crazy thing about E3 back then, is they would just show you shit. That would, uh, fought, like, half the time, not even become the thing yep. down the line. <laughs> That's true. Um, the, oh, and they figured this one out. Hmm. It was the over-the-shoulder third-person view. Nice. Good. Makes sense. This, that's a really big defining feature of 4. Well, other games have been starting to do this, too. And I can understand, like, especially if they want more fluidity, more motion, more exploration. Yep. You know? Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> In this story, Leon went to the Spencer estate. Ooh. Wait, my bad. I'm mixing that up. That's the hallucination. Let me get back. <laughs> so he fights the ghostly hook man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, animated armors of suit. 
Ooh. Okay. Right? So bodies, armors of suit mm-hmm. actually moving on their own, which is something that shows up in Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. And living dolls. Mm-hmm. Which shows up in Resident Evil 8. Is that my girl over there? Yep. Donna and her doll. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, again, you can find it online. Hallucination was basically only a story concept. Okay. So... Uh, like, like we're getting ready for a game. Here's an idea. <laughs> so they had a director and writer attached. And the concept was Leon. Again, they're, they're dead set on Leon. But Leon would be going to the Spencer estate. Mm-hmm. Right? To kill Spencer. He's the guy who started Umbrella. He killed off everybody else. He's also the father of Wesker. Uh, and uh father is in quotations i'm guessing (laughs) and the father of alex wesker alex his sister he has a sister got away for part two when did this happen (laughs) i have known about this franchise for a long time i have looked into wesker specifically (laughs) i have never known he had a sister (laughs) yeah he's got a sister Oh, what? Again, got away for part two. Oh. We haven't gotten there yet. Damn. <laughs> now, while Leon's going through the, the estate, mm-hmm. in the lab below, a little girl wakes up. Mm. And there's a Cerberus, and her and the Cerberus make their way up through the estate. Oh, that'd be cool. They're, they're both looking for answers. That'd be actually dope, honestly. The, the problem with it was they decided it's going to cost way too much money. I, so they never began any actual groundwork. Damn. That, that sounds... I would love it if they returned to that concept. Because someone who has control of a bioweapon, a Cerberus would be a, an iconic one to go Alice. with. Alice! Alice? From the live action? Oh, does she do that? Mm-hmm. No! No, those movies are bad. And that bitch is a bad actress. <laughs> no. Also the Red Queen. And the White Queen. The Red Queen and White Queen. They're from the movies. I don't care about those movies. (laughs) (laughs) They're bad. (laughs) Damn. There was the one guy. He was in the the third one. No. Yes. The second one. The second animated movie. Which one was that one? Degeneration. Damnation. Damnation. That guy. He could control them. He yep. was cool. He yep. lived. There's... He lived all the way to the end. That's because they had to rip the parasite out of his spine. And he didn't walk anymore, but he lived. <laughs> but he was happy to roll in school that day. Yeah, I, I believe it was church. <laughs> oh, I thought it was school. I guess it was bells in a tall building. You could interpret it anyway. There was children everywhere. I guess. <laughs> I, 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 Let's just sure. be happy he can't walk. He became a teacher. That's what I saw from that character. The revolutionary. <laughs> no, I thought he was a teacher. I, and then he had to become... We'll talk about it later. We'll figure it out. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. Right there next to Alex. <laughs> so after these failed attempts to fly... Mm-hmm. Mika me went, God damn it, I will control this myself. <laughs> and he took over as director. Nice. He decided he's going to shift from horror survival to action. 
This apparently bummed out the team, <laughs> where they are de- reported as being depressed so and hard to motivate. That's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> he then decided that he was going to write the story himself. Mm-hmm. And he wrote it in three weeks. Damn, really power, power. He powered it. right through it. I mean, people have died. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> he also decided to shift away from Umbrella. Okay. And he created a new type of enemy. The Granados. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who uh, are the villains of the village. Makes sense. And they have a cult and all this. But yeah, they're the Granados. It feels rather Silent Hillish. Gonna say. Specifically that movie that we watched, the Silent Hill movie, it reminds me of that. The culty nature of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean... After a while, these all take inspiration from each other. Like we said at the very beginning, they were inspired with the tank controls of Alone in the Dark, you know? (laughs) And the whole thing begins with the movie. Yeah, of a completely different thing. (laughs) So... He does that... Um, later elements of the game were inspired by a different guy okay. who came in to help. Uh, regenerators. Ooh. 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 <laughs> where he wanted to put this horror survival back into it. A good choice. And, yeah. The, the two of them working together, they created some scary monsters. There is a point with, I think, nearly every Resident Evil game where around the halfway point-ish, there's like a shift and things kind of change, you know, yep. vibe-wise. <laughs> so the story of four is that Leon is tracking down the president's daughter, Ashley Graham, because mm-hmm. she has been kidnapped. He tracks her all the way down to an unknown location in Europe where they speak specifically Spanish yeah. <laughs> and only write and read in Spanish. Somewhere in Europe. I have no idea where I am. <laughs> Perhaps a country that calls itself something no. that everyone else calls it. No, 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 make no sense. <laughs> it's somewhere in Europe. <laughs> uh, along his journey, he will run into Ada, his love interest from 2. Yay! Ada's dope. He'll run into his uh, comrade from South Africa, uh, South America. Uh, God, I can't remember what that project was called. What's his name? His name was Jack Krauser. Wow. (laughs) And (laughs) Leon will basically fight this cult to get the president's daughter back. What what an interesting direction. A very specific direction. Saving the president's daughter. Yep. I would be honest, pitch-wise, on its own, that seems like the most boring one compared to the other four that you talked about. Yeah. The one that became like Devil May Cry and then... The fog hallucination and uh, the the one in the middle. I don't remember what it was called. The hooked man. The hooked man. Those on paper seem like much more interesting concepts, but I what I guess just in the long run, an interesting concept doesn't make for a good story. You know. <laughs> one of the, his one of his weird problems was he felt like all the other concepts were kind of falling and pigeonholing themselves into these story arcs, and he was like, I don't like that. Makes sense. So he made this weird one. Where the president's daughter's been kidnapped by a cult. It's he also switched up elements where instead of a virus, it's a plague. Yeah. Which it's actually a living organism. 
So I don't think it could be called a plague, technically. They call it the Plagas. Yeah. <laughs> but, but these things are huge. Well, also small. They're gross. They're alien looking. They're awful. Yes. Yeah. They're in the movies. The animated movies. The ones that are good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they went through with this one. And in 2005, Resident Evil 4 was released for the GameCube as an exclusive. Wow, 2005? Yep. As someone who it had like... It took five years to come back to the mainline series. Damn. Wow. All that was spinoffs. Woof. As someone who didn't... Like, I didn't find the Resident Evil franchise until I was in high school, which was during the 2010s somewhere. Think about me in 2005. Just sitting there in fifth grade, you know, reading Animorphs all day and not having any idea that this, like, landmark moment was happening in the video game world. And I'm sure I saw it everywhere. I'm certain of it. It's fascinating. That's crazy. When 5 came out... My best friend and I went out and got it. He paid for it. Which was weird. Wasn't it rated T? M. How'd you guys get it? There's no way. His, his mom was cooler than my mom. Mm. <laughs> but my mom would have bought it for me. It's my dad. My dad was the real fucking problem there. My mom was also cool with me buying video games. I just didn't know about these video games. Yeah. I had to get like the, the... The, the Nintendo Power magazine. I had that for a year. The last year it ran for a full year. And it was a good year. It was. There was some crazy things in those magazines. <laughs> there is... In that last year, there was a magazine where they talk about the best video games made for Nintendo. And number two is Ocarina of Time. Wow. Number one was Resident Evil 4. Was it really? 10 out of 10. Wow. Wow. But not 10 out of 10 with IGN, because they decided to give it a 9.8. Because IGN's always got to be little bitches about these kind of things. Fucking assholes. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not perfect. It's like, it's like that one college professor that no matter what you do, they will never give you a 100%. Because there's always, it's like, but how could I have fixed it? There's nothing you could have done, because nothing can be perfect. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Chat GP, GTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Use Chat that. GPT, dude. <laughs> if you guys are using that in class, if you're, you're like in school and you're listening to this and you're actually using that, do you guys get away with that stuff? I was curious. Because I was watching it at work the other day. Yeah? Fascinating. It takes a while to think. But okay. it also writes... Kind of really nice responses. Mm, mm. For now. I think... Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can make a story out of it. Oh, no. Because my coworker asked it to talk about South Park. Yeah? Right? And it literally told a story with the characters of South Park. Mm. It was very short, but... Well, that's taking an existing property. If you wanted to make something new, I don't think it would work very well. Maybe. Hmm. It might be a good skeleton to work with. Maybe. So, the game comes out. It's a massive success for Capcom and Nintendo, earning the Game of the Year award for the Spike Video Game Awards, Nintendo Power, and Game Informer. Woo! It tied with Kingdom Hearts 2 Wow. for Fat... Fatsum? Fatmitsu. Fatmitsu, sorry. <laughs> Four would eventually be ported to the PS2 with added features, where Hell they put yeah. in like basically DLC. 
for free. Nice. Oh, isn't that the... Like, like fancy outfits and whatever. <laughs> fancy outfits, a new gun. Nice. And something called Separate Ways, which is the side story of Ada. Yay. I love Ada. She's so cool. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft ported it to the PC. <laughs> and then they made a Wii version of it, yep. which is my favorite version. Because when you're aiming, you get to use your... Your controller mm-hmm. as your gun. Back to that that old technology yep. we were talking about. Yep. They put it all back in there, mm-hmm. and it works perfectly well. Nice. Um. So it already won Game of the Year three times and a half, right? It's. It, I'm, I hope those uh, game developers that were depressed while making it felt better after it got oh, such sure good reception. <laughs> uh, in 2021, yeah, they remade it for the VR. Mm-hmm. And it won Best VR Game of the Year. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it holds the uh, record for best-selling horror survival game by the Guinness Book of World Records. Really? I might be able to argue with that one, but that's a part two thing. Mm. Because five is considered the highest selling. Really? Yes. But, but, but seven. But Village. They didn't sell as many. But I like those ones. (laughs) Six is a sheer drop. But my heart. (laughs) Um, So why do I end it here? Because if you're listening to this on Friday, March 17th, St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. Oh, shit. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Um, Let's watch Boondock Saints. Didn't we just watch it? Maybe. (laughs) We could watch something else. Okay. Um, Want to watch Lord of the Rings again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It would make sense, though. Um, March 24th of 2023, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 Remake will be released. Currently of recording this, there is a demo called the Chainsaw Demo. Yeah. It is such an upgrade and such a love letter to the original. It's... I knew where to go gorgeous it's beautiful i i knew where to go i in my heart this is my favorite game of all time fuck you breath of the wild you got nothing on this you will never have replayability like this i literally can't imagine what you must be feeling this would be like if they made like a super awesome like high def souped up remake of banjo kazooie you know i can't imagine how you feel see that that's what i'm feeling yeah that feeling you can never obtain I got to feel it last night. Damn. <laughs> My heart lives on the N64. I woke up this morning, I went to work, and all I could think was, that was so good. I just want to play that again. I just, I, this sounds like such a stupid nerd thing to, to say. I love the way the trees look. It's so pretty. Look at that, all the leaves and that things. That RE engine is working time and a half, man. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. overtime, overhaul. And still chugging away. It looks. It looks. But in a good way, you know, like a, like a good frat boy. And the best part, <laughs> it ends at the end of the, uh, the, the tutorial, I suppose. I knew if they ever made a demo of it, I was like, this is the piece that you would put it in. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Doctor Salvador is there. Yep, chainsaw guy. And and Leon hooked he, man. He does it. He says it. He does the line. Yep. He says the thing. Where'd um, everybody go? 
Bingo. <laughs> we'll deal with the Castilians, where we'll see Leon go CJ Castle, where armored suits will be animated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We will uh, constantly deal with the thought of evil residents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, weird keys. Yes. Puzzle solving. We'll find the president's daughter. Male and female playability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, just scary fucking monsters all the way, buddy. I'm legitimately super excited. No, I am very excited, too. <laughs> I have purposefully tried to ignore Resident Evil 4, waiting for this moment. I know, like, general things about it, but I've purposefully ignored big aspects of it. Just for this moment. <laughs> I could tell you the whole story of 4, but for those who are so excited about the game just like I am, mm-hmm. let's not. And I'm excited for this to be a whole new sweep of people falling in love with this game all over again. New people finding this. Yes. That's the one thing I'm about so it. excited for that. Like, I'm we... excited for them. Yeah. Just... One day, I, perhaps in a week, Mm-hmm. I might run into, like, a 10-year-old kid. It's a hypothetical, so leave me alone here. (laughs) I'm leaving them alone, trust me. But they might be like, Resident 4 was, like, the coolest game ever. I'll be like, hey, dude. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. On my scooter, and I scoot her away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. That's the best thing about remakes. See, something Nintendo keeps doing is they keep remaking games that are recent. This is what remakes is actually about. Bringing the love of a thing that people adore back for not only them to relive, but for a whole new generation. A whole new batch of people who might have missed it the first time, or who are younger and couldn't have gotten to it beforehand, to now experience it and adore it as well. Yes. I can tell you from playing that demo, and that time I played the demo with you, which sadly I did not record, because mm-hmm. that went crazy. A cow caught on fire. A cow caught on fire, and Dr. Salvador's body's just laying in the street, and I was like, when did that happen? I, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was only looking at trees for a good majority of it. The, I'm not kidding. The forest is beautiful. This is what I wanted. <laughs> this is what I want. Like, the first three seconds of seven, and like, parts of eight... Where you see the pretty environment. That's all I want. I love <laughs> I love that the, 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 the seven and eight are really in there. Mm-hmm. They, you can feel it. You're like, oh, they know. Yeah. <laughs> they know about the other ones. Ooh. If this is true and this demo is just a fraction of the real light they shine on the full game, mm-hmm. we could be on the precipice of another game of the year. 100%. Without a doubt. And it would make me so happy yeah. to watch Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 4 Remake both win Game of the Year. Hell yes. I would laugh my ass off at everyone else. Because this is not my favorite franchise. There's no way I care about it. <laughs> well, so we've seen that Leon is not only just a reoccurring character, but one that they have actively tried to continually come back to over yes. the years. Do you think nine will finally be his time to make his his return, at least even as a cameo? So right now where we're sitting at... Nine's a pipe dream down the line. Like, you know, we're nowhere close to nine coming out. 
no hints or anything. <laughs> I only know rumors. I know it's Project Outrage. Yeah, but that's these rumors have been around for years. Well, yeah, it takes years to build video games now. Lots of things can change within years. Look at Resident Evil. <laughs> yes. Um, you killed off Ethan at the end of 8. So I would expect it to There's be Rose. Rose. But they did that DLC. I never but played it. I would expect her to continue the, the Winter's story. See, but the thing is, you got Chris... And why is Leon so absent from the games? I know they're using him for the animated movies, mm -hmm. but why Leon? Why not go with Jake? Are they not? Ooh. ooh. Jake Wesker. Ooh. ooh. The son of Wesker. The Leon. Even as just a cameo, I would be really happy to see Leon. Like, 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 like Chris opens up his wallet to pay for a smoothie, and as Rose looks over, she sees that there's like a picture of him and Leon dr drunk at a bar, and she's like, "The hug is that?" And he's like, "Go away." <laughs> Bros. As he orders himself a smoothie. <laughs> we fought in San Francisco together. <laughs> so, also with that, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake is coming out, and. Um, this summer, we get a new animated movie, which is the sequel to Resident Evil Vendetta. Yay! Uh, Death Island, which it's, will be set in San Francisco and Alcatraz. It seems like Leon will meet Jill. Have they met before? No. He's going to meet Jill. No. Ah, so exciting. <laughs> also, if you look at those promo shots of Leon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> he looks good. He looks yeah. better than Chris. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that was part one. Yeah. Part there, two? There's I, many more you all know. You're all aware. There's a lot of, jeez, the lowest flying plane in the history of planes. <laughs> there it goes. Goodbye. You all know that there's many more Resident Evil games that we did not get to. But also, this has been like almost two hours long. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of Resident Evil. <laughs> it is a lot of Resident Evil. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you tell want me a if part... you want a part two. Yeah, let us know. So then we know if we should make it sooner or later. Hopefully later. <laughs> More Resident I'm, Evil. The More way, Resident Evil. <laughs> the, the weird way is I was waiting for uh, nine. Mm. And then I figured I would just finish up part two with nine. We'll see. We'll see. But I also want to do the movies, because I want to talk about how shitty the live-action movies are. I don't want to watch them. I do not want to watch them. <laughs> That's the hard part. Hmm. But mm. I have to watch the Hobbit trilogy. That's really fucking oh, like fair. Oh, you, you, like you don't want to watch the Hobbit trilogy. <laughs> really? You suggested it. It really? was you. <laughs> it was not me. It was. No, it wasn't. You suggested Lord One Lord. does not simply watch <laughs> the Hobbit. <laughs> The first one's fine. The second third <laughs> what, what does Gandalf say to Sauron? Saruman? Uh, your descent into madness. Your descent into madness. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Hobbit trilogy does to one. Gandalf the White. More like Gandalf the Fool. <laughs> there is only one true Lord of the Ring, and you are not him. This is how we end off our Resident Evil podcast. <laughs> Hey, I didn't know your right hand comes off. <laughs> Die, you worm! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>